1: Well, good morning, Direct Line listeners. This is Stephanie Spangler with my friend Greg Taylor, and it is Thursday, September 2nd. We made it through August. Yes. August always seems like a very long month, I guess, because and it was 31. a hot month. Hasn't it been I know. a hot one? The
2: dog days of August. This, I
1: think so. And it's and been hot. Labor Day hot. weekend coming up. What are you going to do? Um,
2: you know, we're going to get together with some friends on Sunday, okay. but beyond that, I'm hoping to not do much. Can I'm hoping Saturday yeah. is a restful day. Yeah. And- Monday, I hope, is a very restful day. Yeah,
1: I hope so too. That's my hope. Well, so we're we'll we glad that you are listening to us this fine Thursday morning and you've decided to join us. We've got a great show lined up for you. Do. Gre- uh, yeah, Greg, I almost called you Taylor. Well, that's okay. <laughs> hey, Taylor. I, I used to get called that
2: by coaches <laughs> all the you? time, so yeah.
1: <laughs> what are we talking about today, well, Greg? Well, I got a
2: couple things that I want to get into, and one, do you know the name Dan Darling?
1: I did not until you told me. So
2: Dan Darling has written some really cool books, um, and one of the books I leaned on heavily like last year at Christmas time. It's basically the characters of Christmas. And he's also done the characters of Easter. And it's just a fascinating look at like Zechariah, Simeon, Anna, and I love it so much, but he was the head of the national religious broadcasters. And he was asked uh, to do an interview with one of the news shows. I think it was the the morning NBC show. And he was asked his perspective on vaccines and he shared his perspective on vaccines, which Mm -hmm. is, he thought that it was a, a blessing and that people should get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And he was fired by the national religious broadcasters for taking a non-neutral perspective. And uh, I guess he knew going in that that was Mm -hmm. what their policy was. I've just got to share, and I'm linking this article right now. It's deeply disappointing to me that we are in a day and an age where we can't even have a perspective. But I got to tell you, that's kind of how I feel in a lot of ways. I'm not talking a lot about vaccines. I'm not talking a lot about masks because it's so stinking divisive right now.
1: I kind of, I mean, when I read the article, I thought... I think it's good that an organization is trying to be neutral. Now, I I get that he has his own personal, everybody has their own personal right, but if your organization is really trying to be neutral, I get it. You don't want someone going either direction, so you're kind of irritated.
2: I I don't know if irritated, more more just sad. I'm just sad that we're in a day and an age where someone shares their personal perspective Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they get fired for it.
1: I agree with that, but I appreciate the fact that organizations say we want To be neutral.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because I don't think, I personally don't think there is a right or a wrong. I think it is a personal opinion. So I kind of feel like he knew going into it.
2: But see, just by saying that right there, there's somebody listening that's saying you're wrong because. Their perspective is the right perspective. You see that—that's just the divisive world that we live in right I, now. It
1: is, but I don't think that on this issue, I don't think I we it. know what is the right thing. So I appreciate an right. organization right. that says we are going to remain neutral, particularly when you have the airwaves. I mean, yeah. we are—we could influence right. thousands of people right. today if they were listening, and this guy I, probably could have too. I've been
2: told that—that uh, <laughs> that I do. But all that to say, I, I brought this up really because I like Dan Darling. Mm-hmm. I appreciate his mm-hmm. work, and it just made me sad. Yeah. But also just to remind anyone that's listening, wherever you're at, wherever you're out on the faith spectrum, have grace for your fellow human, right. you know, let's, right. can we cut each other some slack? Can we stop with the, you know, drawing the line in the sand? I mean, what happened to High School Musical and We're All in This Together?
1: Well, that was a year ago.
2: So are we not all in this together? We're not all in this together, I don't think. So maybe that's pie in the (laughs) sky. Hey, also want to talk about Afghanistan. We talked about it last week, Mm -hmm. and um, we are recording on Tuesday, Mm -hmm. and the troops have pulled out. There are Americans that are still there. There are friends of America that are still there. That is heartbreaking.
1: So this Heart is... Breaking. We are recording on Tuesday. We're, did we pull out a day early? We did.
2: We did. We and, pulled out on the 30th. But we
1: did not get everybody out, even um, though someone says that we did?
2: That I, I that haven't heard anybody saying oh, that they, they are. Did. I hear okay. they're saying that there are still... still okay. um, Actions being taken behind the scenes to try to make it happen. But just a reminder don't stop praying for the people of Afghanistan. Don't stop praying for Christ followers. You know, we we Mm -hmm. don't think of Afghanistan as a bastion of Mm -hmm. Christianity, Mm -hmm. but a lot of good has happened in the name of the gospel the last 19 years.
1: Where are these people going when they get on a plane?
2: Well, I think many are going to countries that will accept them in America. They're going to states, I think, right now to Air Force bases or Mm -hmm. to military bases. Mm -hmm. And um, we'll see. I mean, I don't have a lot of answers mm-hmm. and I know this has also become something that's been highly politicized. Mm-hmm. We had the tragic news of last week of, of, 13 mm-hmm. members of the U.S. military mm-hmm. died. Mm-hmm. Uh, heartbreaking, beyond heartbreaking. It sounds like there were more attempts of terrorism that our uh, excellent military were able to stop. But it's just a reminder that our world's a mess and our world is broken. Mm-hmm. Hurricane Ida. Let's
1: talk about Ida. In
2: New Orleans, did you see... The visuals that okay. were coming out.
1: I've seen now it hit as a Category 4, right?
3: Yes,
2: yes.
1: Which Katrina, a year ago, was hit as a yeah, Category 3, Actually, is that?
2: 16 years ago uh, that oh, Katrina 16? hit. Yeah. That's right, yeah, right. But it, it was a Category 3, but um, I, I think the levees were a lot weaker at that point and just incredible damage. I think the levees have held, but I think the power's out, and they're saying there may be Ugh. no power for three you, weeks. I was in New Orleans three weeks ago. I'm linking this article right mm-hmm. now. Do you see that CVS? I do. Did you watch shop- No, I shopped it in that CVS. And here's one of the crazy things I experienced. I experienced two men walk in and grab a whole bunch of stuff off the shelves and put it in their shirt and walk out and nobody stopped them. And Peyton was with me. I know. Yeah. Peyton was like, did I just see what I thought I saw? And yeah, they were told that as employees, they have a policy. They are not to stop any shoplifting as it happens. Yeah.
1: When are you supposed to stop I right?
2: have no answers for you. It was one of the most stunning things. Did you feel like taking I've, them out? No, 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 no. no, no. I wasn't going to steal anything, but I <laughs> no, thought... No,
1: taking the guys out. Did you uh, feel like taking them out? I, you think and my, I think
2: my son did. I'm not taking anybody out, but uh, he could have taken them <laughs> he out, definitely. A big but a kid. But uh, he just kind of was like, did I see what wow. I think I just saw? Uh, but wow. yeah, it's this CVS on Canal Street that um, hmm. we shopped in. and Can it's you imagine
1: just... how hot it is down there with well, no I know. air conditioning? That's and... what I was going to
2: tell you. It was so so warm when we were there yes. i mean heat indexes in the hundreds yeah. and to go and the blessing was air conditioning right, you know the, we were their, able yeah. to jump in and do oh, the air conditioning the thing people. but it's a reminder we got to mm-hmm. pray for him we've got to lift them up hey we are going to go to break okay and when we come back we are blessed to have two of my friends from lincoln christian university now you know one of them dave upchurch right. you've heard him preach a couple a, a times, couple times. really good them. speaker
1: And he's just good to work with. Good guy. So easy going and laid back. But
2: Tracy Thomas and I entered Lincoln as freshmen in the fall of 1987. He has done what very few people would ever attempt to do. He has followed in the footsteps of Lynn Laughlin, who is just an icon at Lincoln. But we are blessed to be able to talk with them, talk about my alma mater, Lincoln Christian University. We'll do it. After this, you're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right
3: back. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs.
4: Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring.
5: This is Rob Witzel, Area Supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by
2: any of our locations. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, September 2. Greg Taylor, Stephanie Spangler, and we are blessed to have in studio with us Two guys that I've known for a long time Your from buddies, Lincoln Christian yeah. University, Tracy Thomas and Dave Upchurch. Tracy and I showed up at Lincoln together yes, in the right. fall of 1987, really? and we probably would not give you this impression, Stephanie, but we were on the basketball team together.
1: No, I do have that impression. Do you, you really? Him.
2: Okay. From
1: him. Okay. Not so much you, not but... Not me, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm not screaming basketball, You're a bit taller, I? Tracy. I, I think you're a bit taller. I'm a bit taller, bit taller yeah. but Greg was a bit better of a ball player. Well, than yeah. not,
0: <laughs>
6: d- okay. I don't okay. know
2: about that. Yeah, I don't think that's the the case but tracy's nickname i don't know if you remember this the west frankfort flash i remember <laughs> that and thank you for bringing that up on the radio that's man your, i appreciate uh, that that's your hometown that's my right? hometown west, west frankfort illinois yep. southern Our, illinois boy
6: yep. some
1: people have a negative connotation when they hear about a flasher but oh no no yeah. flasher a okay, flash uh, just because you, know, you were fast I was, I was, right yeah. coach, fast.
6: i think i think coach sims coach was sims. making Simba. a comment on my uh speed or lack thereof okay. do so. you still play <laughs> Uh, do do still I still play? No, no, no. no. They, no.
2: They, uh, that ship has sailed.
6: That's yes. It. Okay. Well, yes.
2: <laughs> but um, I'm really glad to have you guys on radio mm-hmm. with us today. David, of course, has spoken at Second a couple right. times since I've been here. And you've been on here. the radio,
1: haven't you, with us? I don't think no, so. We think so no, we haven't done radio, just speaking. Yeah. Okay. I don't
2: think I was
7: with so. you in Decatur one time. Right. Gotcha. Right. Okay.
2: Yeah. But we're really blessed to have yeah. these guys here. <laughs> so just kind of start in. Tell us your story. Tell us what you've done in life in terms of ministry. Both of these guys are long time local Mm -hmm. church ministry guys, Mm -hmm. and now they're serving my alma mater, Lincoln Christian Mm -hmm. University. Tracy, I'll start with you. What's the Tracy Thomas story?
6: The Tracy Mm -hmm. Thomas story. I grew up in Southern Illinois, uh, did not grow up in the independent Christian church, which is the fellowship that Lincoln Christian University tends to draw from, although Mm -hmm. that dynamic has been changing Mm -hmm. as more uh, individuals um, join the school. Uh, But got a chance to start dating a preacher's kid at a Christian (laughs) church and um, ended up there at Lincoln as freshman in 1987. And when I was there, I had told everybody that would listen that I have no interest in ministry whatsoever, and I was going to be a, I was going to be a high school English teacher, and basically I was wrong about my entire life, Yeah, <laughs> and uh, ended up in ministry for almost 30 years uh, okay. before I came back to Lincoln Christian University um, as a fundraiser uh, four years ago, and last year transitioned into director of alumni relations. That's awesome. Were your, followed,
1: church, I, were your churches pretty much in the Midwest, or did you travel different
6: places? Uh, pretty much, pretty much in the Midwest. Oh, okay, we we gotcha. they're they're all over the place, yeah, but okay. that's where my, my travels
2: take me primarily to the Midwest. Gotcha. And Tracy was a great youth minister at uh, Lincoln Christian Church. Okay. So you okay. ministered in a Bible college town. Yes, that, that's and right. That's that's a whole other
6: segment sometimes. Right. Gre- yeah, Greg okay. Greg and I actually interviewed for the same that's youth right. ministry position that's while right. I was in while I was in Bible college. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um and Greg got that one. Yep. I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. And um, but um, but yeah, it's been it's been an absolute joy to be in ministry and uh, to serve at LCU. Yep, good, good stuff, David. What's your story?
7: Well, first, I can't wait to get back to campus because by Tracy's um, door. Yeah. You want to put a new nameplate, yeah. Flash. The Flash. Up there. Yep, It's got
2: to be the West Frankfort Flash. <laughs> it's
7: got to have all of it. Yes, yes. Need a bigger spot there. There you go. We'll get there that taken care of. Yeah, yeah. Well, I grew up in a little town of Rochester, Illinois, right out of Springfield. Yeah. Grew up in a little country church. Uh, if the doors were open, we were there. Yeah. Um, went to Lincoln. I really went there for one year and was planning on transferring out. Went back my second year, ended up getting a... A weekend youth ministry, which I wasn't really looking for. Yeah. It, it just kind of happened, and that's where I just felt like God was calling me into uh, doing some kind of ministry. Uh, Greg and I were both youth ministers at the same church. Yes. I was the first youth minister at Plain, mm-hmm. Illinois, and later Greg uh, became the youth guy there. Uh, I'm a little bit older than both of these guys. Mm-hmm. I graduated from Lincoln in 1980. And I, I preached in four churches, three in Illinois, one in Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, 34 years, and then uh, almost 10 years ago, Lincoln called and wow. had a position, director of church ministries, where I would be the one that would help us stay connected uh, with our churches. Yeah. And I came back to the school. I kind of joked that it's God's grace and sense of humor that Lincoln just barely let me graduate, (laughs) and then they paid me to come back. So God is good. That's good stuff.
2: Well, we're blessed to have you on Direct Line this week, and I want to talk about Lincoln. You know, I think one of the things that was a value for me when i was in student ministry is i felt like every student would benefit from at least a year Mm -hmm. at a christian college Mm -hmm. or a bible college Mm -hmm. and so tracy i'm going to start with you tell us about lincoln someone's listening i mean this is on am radio there may be people that have never heard of lincoln illinois much less lincoln christian university what is lincoln and what is unique about lincoln as an educational institution lincoln is a great community to be a part of in central illinois we know the drill here in the
6: danville area you know we have cow corn <laughs> college you know <laughs> right. Right? The, the, the jokes tell themselves uh, right. uh, but just a real neat sense of community such a history there the 77 years ago yeah. uh, Lincoln Christian University started as Lincoln Bible Institute uh, designed to prepare Christian leaders for service and the, and the mission still is the same yeah um, even though we have 33 different degree programs that people can choose from um, everything from business to psychology to nursing to all kinds of ministry degrees but um, the the mission still the the same. Yeah. So um, seventy-seven years we have over 18,000 alumni. Wow. Um, in those seventy seven years. Um, and they serve in all fifty states and have, have served in one hundred and sixty seven countries around the world. So our influence is um, is pretty profound and we're grateful for God's provision over the years. Yeah. Um, LCU is just a it's just a great place to be. Yes. Yeah. You know, school wise, size wise we're a, we're a small school. Uh-huh. Um, we have six hundred and some odd students. Yeah. We'll we'll know after after. After the 10-day headcount school has started, but Mm -hmm. after 10 days, they let us uh, release some official numbers. And so, um, but we're real excited about the students that are there this year. We have our biggest class that's come in in at least the last five years that I'm
2: aware of. Awesome. And so we're, we're looking forward to another year. Well, last week on Direct Line, Madison Goodwin, mm-hmm. one of our recent high school students, was on air with us, right. and she's one of your new freshmen. And she was really excited. She was telling us the classes, and I think have classes started. Is yes. that right? Yes, classes Perfect. began yeah. on Monday. Yeah, and we had our first,
6: we had our convocation chapel service just yesterday. Yeah, uh, where we inaugurated. Um, president Silas McCormick as our eighth president, um, who's actually been there for a year. Yeah. Uh, but but COVID delays uh, delayed that, that inauguration process, and so that happened yesterday. And
2: Well, he's so been president for a year, but he served he, for the school oh, for a yes. while. Is that yeah.
6: right? He's been on staff at school, I guess it would be his ninth year now. He, okay. he can correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but I'm pretty sure it's
2: his ninth year. So. Well, that's great. David, I want to jump to you. Why do you think Bible College, Christian College... Is a great option for students and even for adults. I mean, you have a lot of adult learners. Why, why is that something that you are passionate about?
7: Well, as as our culture is changing, yeah. Uh, if if a young person graduates from high school and goes to college, they are bombarded, yeah, uh, just bombarded, and are not always equipped uh, to be able to stand up for who they are and what they believe. Yeah. As Tracy mentioned, we've got a lot of different. Uh, majors, but with every major we have, if you're a business major, there's yeah. 30 hours of Bible. Yeah, And just to have that foundation yeah. is very important. And if, if you're going to go on and, and be a doctor, a lawyer, uh, yeah. anything, you, a teacher, anything you want to do, you've got that that foundation yeah. that is important. And, and so you can look at things that are going to be for the next 20, 30, 40 years, but there's also that the aspect of eternity. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's just very important there. The other thing is, I think during COVID, people have begun to question: you know, is my life, is this who I want to be? Right? Uh, is this what I want to do? I want to make an impact. Yeah. And I think our own mortality has probably been brought to the forefront a little bit more. And to be able to to know I can do something that is going to last beyond me, yeah, uh, is really important.
2: So I hear you saying Lincoln's not like church camp. Lincoln's not like CIY. You actually have to study. You actually, it's (laughs) actually an academic adventure. I I met
7: my wife at Lincoln and she went on to graduate. Yeah. And then she got a teaching degree from Western Illinois University and a a master's in education from Eastern Kentucky University. And she will tell you that Lincoln was the toughest academic Mm. school she ever
2: attended. Yeah, You know, freshman year, I remember thinking to myself, I almost went to Illinois State University. That was my other option. And I remember during move-in day, um, you know, I'm not going to be a part of maybe a lot of the stuff that I would have been at Illinois State, but, you know, it's a Bible college. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's going to be, you know, fairly easy. And my (laughs) first class, Mm -hmm. I think you were in that class, Dan Clymer, Life of Christ, (laughs) 730 in the morning, and he let us know we were going to memorize and write out word for word the Sermon on the Mount. Wow. Matthew chapter five, chapter six, and chapter seven. And I got back to my dorm room and I'm like, hmm. uh, wow, yeah. you know this is yeah. not church camp yeah. you know and, and sure. punctuation counted. That's right. Ah. You That's had right. To, had
6: the to, punctuation That's and right. everything. yeah, yeah. I, I think one of the things' I've, the professors have taught us over the years is that they don't teach the students what. To think. Yeah. They teach them how. Yeah. How to mm-hmm. process the world. A worldview is a big thing yes, at Lincoln. Yeah. has been for a long time. Yeah. And we want students to be able to understand what it looks like to to as Second Corinthians 10 5 says, to take every thought captive for Christ. Yeah. And and I said I think we learned that there better than any place else. I went to other schools too. I have note I have a degree from Only State University. Yeah. Uh, and I can honestly tell you that there is no comparison on the quality of education and how the process of education stuck with us as alumni over the years.
1: I have a question. Like, as you're seeing, as our culture has changed, like like David said, are you seeing high school kids that come into uh, college and their, I mean, their worldview is, is so different just because of how, you know, high school is being taught, or even elementary school, the concepts that are Kids are learning now, so do they come to you? And is it more challenging to actually teach that Christian worldview than it was maybe 20 years ago, 30 years ago? Well,
6: David serves as faculty, maybe he can he can give a perspective on that. Because I
1: mean, they're, they're coming out of high school, I think. Yeah. With a lot of weird things. I think some <laughs> are. Yeah. Some, definitely. I think, but yeah. more so than when we went to right. college.
7: Right. I teach right. one class, and it's a senior level class. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. But the freshman coming in, I I'm not sure. It it is different. But I remember Marion Henderson, who was a longtime professor, uh, saying that when students came to campus, they had to convert them first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's 30 years ago. Yeah. And and so culture changes, but some of the challenges probably are the same. Mm. But I I think with our our quickly changing culture, by the time a student gets to to Lincoln or wherever they're going to go, even the commercials – uh, commercials, right. movies, TV shows mm-hmm. are just bombarding with what is right, right? Um, what the Scripture says isn't, yeah, and that has become a part of their their culture, their worldview, and yeah. so th- that part is challenging.
2: One of the things I love about my alma mater is, obviously, they're an educational institution, but they're also an institution that believes in the local church, Mm -hmm. and they exist to serve the local church. Mm -hmm. And you've got an event coming up this fall that's really designed to help local church
7: ministers. It's a retreat. Is that right? We do. Every fall in October, we have a Midwest Ministers Retreat, Uh and we have probably about five different states, mostly Illinois and Indiana, but we have a few from others. And it's a time of encouragement. And I'm really hoping this year uh, pastors will take advantage Mm -hmm. of it, because it's been a pretty discouraging last year and a half with all the COVID and all the changes. Mm -hmm. And we have a great lineup with Matt Merrill, his grandfather, Ben Merrill, who is a legend. Uh, We are still hoping he's going to be a part. He's had some health issues, Mm -hmm. but... We're hoping he can be a part, and Daryl Bolin. Right. And it'll be a great time for those who attend. So
2: someone's listening, and they think, man, I want my preacher to be a part of that. How how do they find out more information?
7: It is October 25th and 26th. Um, The registration opens September 1st. Okay. It will be live. Uh, They can register on our website, Christian.edu. Okay. And all the information is there. Yeah.
2: And and Tracy, if someone's listening, and they're thinking, you know, I didn't even know we had a Bible college in Central Illinois— I want to do a campus visit or I want to just explore admissions. What's the best route for someone to take?
6: The best way is to go to the website first, okay. link, lincolnchristian.edu. Um, there are plenty of options right there on the main page, including setting up a visit. That's okay. one of, obviously one of our main things. Yeah, are
2: gonna... you guys still doing campus visits? Oh, That's absolutely. still happening? Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I want to transition a little bit because I know you guys are busy many Sundays out and about preaching and connecting with other churches. Um, if you would have told me a year and a half into this craziness, our giving was going to be as strong as it was, our baptisms were going to be as big as they were, I would have possibly thought in early April of last year you were crazy. But um, there's been a lot of positives from my perspective, but I have one perspective. What are you guys hearing? What do you see in? Are there any trends? What do you think? I think? I think what we're seeing is
6: a real sense of People figuring out which side of the fence they're going to land on, mm. and then supporting that accordingly. Okay. Uh, I think what you're seeing in, in a lot of churches is people are saying, "Look, it's it's kind of make or break time yeah. here." Yeah. And so, if we're going to support our church, we need to we need to be there and be supportive of that. Yeah. And so, I think the I think the response has been increased giving, inc- increased decisions. Yeah. Um, Sunday morning attendance mm. obviously has not been something that um, has been real. Pleasing, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of, of my ministry friends yeah. struggle with that, because yeah. um, sometimes our our sense of value and self worth is tied to the Sunday. seats, the mm-hmm. seats on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, which and maybe that's reminding us that maybe that shouldn't be our main yeah. focus. And yeah. so I think I think some churches are learning that, and and the result has been the results been very good. I think.
2: One of the things I heard uh, from one of the hotshots that, you know, is an expert in churches is that a lesson of COVID is many churches were too Sunday-centric and too building-centric. And, you know, that for us, I mean, we'd never had an online service before March of 2020. And, you know, I had a message from a church member Sunday morning. I'm sick. I can't be there, Mm -hmm. but I'm so excited Mm -hmm. that I'm still going to be able Mm -hmm. to worship. And I heard from her after. The service mm-hmm. saying what a blessing mm-hmm. it was, and you know, I am not. I had a lot of online, you know, the first year of COVID, but I'm thankful for that blessing that's available. David,
7: online is here to stay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And what what I think we're seeing is that the larger churches that have been able to do online, uh, bigger budgets, better equipment, yeah. uh, they they can offer a really good product online. Right. The percentage of attendance has been a little bit slower coming back but it's such quality yeah. that people can have at home. Where the smaller churches that weren't able to do that, they still had an online presence. Yeah. But the people who go to the smaller churches, uh, they know each other really well. The fellowship mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is so important to them. And the the percentage of attendance of pre-COVID, post-COVID is higher in the smaller churches than the larger churches. Gotcha. I, I think... People are going to come back. Yeah. Um, what did I, I... I'm trying to think who said it, that that watching online is good. I'm, right. I'm thankful for online. But watching online is kind of like if you're in the military and you're overseas and you're able to FaceTime yeah. with your family. That is a blessing. Right. But it isn't as good as being together. A right? big hug. Right. And, and so, you know, my encouragement is if you need to be online, be online, be thankful for it. But... And it's a whole lot better being in person.
6: One of the things I've seen that's really been helpful and encouraging to me has been has been a lot of our folks have really gone to bat for their local church. Yeah. And and um in, in this online world or you know, I can I can get resources from anywhere. Yeah. And yeah. literally watch anyone yeah. at any time. And to see people that that would go go to, you know, grab the sword for the for for their local congregation. Yeah. Um when maybe they wouldn't have done that before, because sometimes ministry is hard because the, right. the ones that love you the most are often the most silent. They right. don't always share mm-hmm. that with other people. Mm-hmm. And to have that is encouraging.
7: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Greg, you might be able to speak to this as well. Yeah. Uh, maybe a, a benefit has been pastors knowing there are people across the country and around the world who can be watching my message. Yeah. I want to work a little harder. Uh, <laughs> <speaking of that. laughs> I, I want this to be good. Uh, it, it, it is there forever and ever. Well, I'll tell of, you that.
1: And it kind of expands your uh, your idea of community. Um, For example, like I know people on my worship team, they have family members that are watching our church who never would have been connected, and they begin to feel connected, even though we don't even know them. So there is a sense of community that happens, I think, through the online that we never would have had before. I'm with you. I'm like, I think, you know, get back and be with the people that you love and care about, but there is there are benefits right. definitely well, and, to it.
7: And that community being together in community is important. Mm-hmm. But uh, Greg, you talked about this the Sunday and the building. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the pluses of COVID has uh, been an encouragement for churches to be the church, not yep. just to go mm-hmm. to right? church. Right. Yeah. Right. And the impact on the community, the uh, visibility in the community has increased. And huge, mm-hmm.
2: definitely. Mm-hmm. Last question. We'll get you out of here. How can praying people pray for Lincoln Christian University? Either one of you. Pray for
6: students. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, um, you know, we we can have all the resources, financial and otherwise, in the world. We can have the greatest professors ever, yeah. uh, the greatest ministry opportunities, but no students. Yeah, right. No, no Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we just, you know, if, if someone is... Heartfelt considering prayerfully considering what they can do in terms of ministry impact wherever they are in life, whatever career they're in. Yeah, um, we just encourage you to give Lincoln a look. David, anything
7: yeah, the, the partnership between the churches and the, the university is essential because yeah. churches need staff members, yeah. they need church leaders, and those come from places like Lincoln. Yeah, we need students to be yeah. able to prepare leaders. And so we need, one of my encouragements is for churches to, be encouraging and challenging their young people, yeah. not not when they're a senior, mm.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when
7: they're in third grade, mm-hmm. right? Start planting right. those seeds. God mm. has right. a purpose for your life. Mm. That's right. That's good.
2: Well, David Upchurch, Tracy Thomas from Lincoln Christian mm. University. Thanks for joining us on Direct Line. Mm. Thank you. Great to be here. <laughs> Thank right. you. All right, we're going to break. We'll be right back after this.
4: You know it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children your churches and your organizations sunset promises to help our veterans they will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom i'm judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises i would suggest you make just one phone call sunset funeral homes and cremation centers
3: lakewood insurance agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs
5: Would you like to learn how to help your kids fight the negative and discouraging influences they hear every day? The free Raising Highly Capable Kids course is being offered for the first time in Vermillion County, starting on September
0: 8th. The 13-week course helps build stronger families by giving you proven tools and skills to raise healthy, caring, and responsible kids. Join other parents for the free Raising Highly Capable Kids course offered on Wednesdays, from 6 to 7.30 p.m. at the Women's Care Clinic on North Bowman Avenue in Danville. And guess what? Free child care and snacks are also provided.
5: Wow, that's awesome. To register or learn about raising highly capable kids beginning on September 8th, call Molly Goodwin at 217-431-0987. That's Molly Goodwin at 217-431-0987.
4: Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring.
5: This is Rob Witzel, Area Supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at McHire.com or stop by any of our locations.
2: You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Greg and Stephanie. It is the first Thursday in September. Great interview with Dave and Tracy. We have some good friends. Did you learn anything?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm sure I did. Yeah. A lot about Lincoln, because yeah. I've never even been there. I probably should make a trip there just to see it.
2: So they talked about Christmas in the Chapel, mm-hmm. which is a huge event. The mm-hmm. first weekend in December, you and your mom need to jump in do your we? Ford and head <laughs> to... You would love Christmas in the Chapel. It's really well done. Well, maybe I will Usually year. there's like a musical, and then there's choral mm-hmm. songs, and there's a stage, and they really tap into the multimedia. It's been Sweet. a staple of Lincoln for decades. They didn't do it last year, because of the of COVID, covid craziness right but it's back this year and um good stuff well, they're definitely. nice guys and i do want to say dave Upchurch. you know we've had him preach twice yes, here in yeah. the last year mm-hmm. he's going to be back november 7th
1: right because i'm gonna be in africa, be in africa. let's yeah. talk a little bit about africa
2: yes yeah, so what are um, you looking
1: forward to um You know,
2: I love the adventure, I guess Mm -hmm. I would say. Mm -hmm. I love the GLS, the Global Mm -hmm. Leadership Mm -hmm. Summit. I think we are incredibly blessed to host the GLS. We showed the highlight video Sunday. A lot of people from our community came out. I think it is so cool that we're able to sponsor a GLS Mm -hmm. in Ivory Coast. Mm -hmm. Now, you've done the Africa trip. Yep. So what am I going to experience?
1: Heat. Yeah. Heat. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> it's hot. Yeah. And some interesting food. <laughs> it's hot all the
2: time, it sounds like, right?
1: <laughs> I think so. But I think November is one of their hot, yeah. hottest times. But you get to work in air conditioning. We out are. Here, and so. we're going to doing in a air dental conditioning. clinic.
2: We are. Yeah. And that's
1: fascinating, yep. I think, to watch people stand in line for like a whole day to get their teeth worked on. It's amazing. Yeah.
2: So the only thing I'm wondering is will I get some second church scrubs or not? The scrubs that you wear, you know, well, because you guys left them last time, right?
1: I think we did. Yeah, yeah, we didn't need them. So we were, so, ta- we were talking yeah.
2: about, you know, the scrubs, but I mean, did I everybody know. get scrubs or not?
1: I think so. Because
2: I I definitely think... You
1: need some scrubs. W-
2: wouldn't that be cool to preach on Sunday morning <laughs> in Second Church scrubs? Maybe not.
1: <laughs> well...
2: Maybe not. I don't know. You're Nick saying that idea. I, they're not so. that
1: comfortable, I don't okay. think so.
2: Okay. Anyway, okay. but
1: you're going to have a lot of heat and a lot of people that you're going to yeah. just you look at and say... Wow. I mean, yeah. just a hard life. Yeah. Just such a hard life. I, I'm probably
2: most mm. excited. I, I, I'm very excited about the GLS in mm-hmm. Ivory Coast. I'm very excited about the Dental Clinic. I think I'm most excited about the Child Sponsorship Program.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: mm-hmm. Um, it's just a great opportunity. And as you're listening, I mean, we're going to do this primarily through Second Church. But mm-hmm. if you would like to be a family that sponsors a child through CMF, Christian Missionary Fellowship, reach out to us. We'd aren't love we to get you connected. And we're
1: doing it different. It's a reverse it's sponsorship. A reverse. So the children yeah. will pick the families. Yeah, yeah. Which You'll will have be, pictures of yeah, the family, yeah.
2: and the kids will come in, and right. they'll be able to select Aww, the families. That's so. going to be so cool. Oh, I, I hope that wait.
1: COVID stays at bay know. and all the you, know, you can get yep. on a plane and you can get there and back safely.
2: Yeah. Um, so. You know, it, it sounds like Ivory Coast has been pretty secure. I yeah. think the challenge is flying through Europe. That's Probably. what they're saying, you yeah. know, because right, I think right. a lot of shutdowns in Europe – but again if it's meant to be it's going to happen and if it's not it'll be 2022 and mm-hmm. you know as you reflect back to your time mm-hmm. what were one or two of the real blessings that that you took away from your time cuz you got to go with your mom which I right. think is super cool you know
1: Well I mean it was just it was just it was such great teamwork we had a pretty small team but we were efficient and my mom was the yeah. she was the the uh Oh, what do you call it? She washed all of the oh, you, like the stuff we used the in their mouth. I mean, she washed yes. it, and sanitized it, yeah. it. and we just had a system down. Yeah. And it was fun to work as a team doing something really productive. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the other thing I just walked away from was just being grateful for yeah. everything that we have right. and that, and and how they live their lives. They're happy and right. content. Yep. They don't. They're not saying, "Oh, I wish I had what you had." Right. You know. We just live our lives sometimes oblivious to, to the rest of the world.
2: One of the things I walk away with, mm-hmm. I've been to the Dominican mm-hmm. Republic, I think four times. I've been to India twice. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I walk away with is exactly what you just mm-hmm. said, the level of contentment that mm-hmm. you see in Christians. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, and I'll just speak for me. I won't speak for anyone else. Would my walk with Jesus be stronger if I wasn't so distracted, if mm-hmm. I didn't have so much stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I i come home at night and I got 100 channels, you know, right. on my television. Right. I've got... You know uh, Netflix and you've or got whatever. A
1: big yard to mow. Big yard to and mow, and yeah. they just don't have all of yeah. that. Yeah,
2: and I mean, how different would it be if you just didn't have the stuff to distract? And I know the cynics <laughs> listening and saying, "Well, you know, no one said you have to have cable, right? and no one says you have right. to have a yard." Right. You know what I mean? You right. could you could get an apartment, but yeah. I just I think there is something unique that we can learn as Americans mm-hmm. about people mm-hmm. that have so much less mm-hmm. and seemingly are so much less burdened
1: right and I tell you what I think you fall into bed at night at yeah. the end of that yeah. and you are hot and yep. tired yep. <laughs> you're just gonna rest yeah. so good just it's, it's well, I'm excited
2: but um you know yeah. Dave Upchurch is gonna preach for yep. us on the seventh drew Menser's coming back is he? on uh, November 14th oh, good and uh good. yeah I'm gonna um, just be blessed to hear those Aww. messages it's gonna be good stuff. Wonderful. hey you asked me a question last week I did and it, the question was what's the deal with BC and ad right. and just 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 to clarify, you know, uh, we talk about 31 B.C. was Mm -hmm. when Octavian defeated Mark Antony. It actually happened this week in history. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Octavian becomes Caesar Augustus. And what's the B.C. mean? What's the A.D. mean? You told me you thought the B.C. meant before Christ and the A.D. meant after his death. death. And you're half right. right. So the B.C. does mean before Christ. Okay, okay. The A.D. actually is Latin for Anno Domini, which means the in the year of our Lord. Mm-hmm. And it's a dating system that was put into place several centuries after the death of Jesus. But here's the confusing thing is, when yeah. would you think the birth of Jesus would be.
1: You'd think zero, it'd be zero, right, right.
2: It's actually somewhere between 4 and 6 right. B.C.
1: So it was an error. Well, How I don't know about think,
2: an error, what? but yeah, just in trying to put it all together, mm-hmm. um, they, they would say that Jesus' uh, death, burial, and resurrection probably happened around 2930 A.D. But I did think it was an interesting question, and so I'm linking an article right now that explains that. So does that help you or not really?
1: Yeah, because like I said, when I was watching the series The Chosen, I kept getting all. Yeah. Me- why is it? Why is this date not adding up? So this makes sense. I like though what this article says about how they want to change it. Yeah. To, they want to add an e to it, so it will be what before Common Era and yeah. Common Era yeah. and and I like it. They say it's kind of ironic though that what distinguishes the time is that it is the life and time of Jesus. A lot
2: of people would say it's the center point in history. And you know, for us as Christians, Jesus. we believe
1: that. Right. I believe it was.
2: But whether you're a Christian right. or not, it's 2021 A.D. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. that is kind of cool. It is. And we'll see. Maybe Thanks. that'll get canceled at some point. Maybe. Maybe. there'll be a new calendar. That's right.
1: Thanks for come answering along. my question. But yeah,
2: I think that's good stuff. You learned well, hey, something. Well, um, hey, this was a crazy history week. And so I love the history segment that we're going to get to when we come back. But okay. Steph, there was so much that didn't make the cut that I, because I'm really? just trying to stick with three. So, well, like to me, the whole Octavian defeats Mark Anthony. Do you know that history? That's when the Roman Republic ceased to be and the Roman Empire, Mm -hmm. came into existence. Do you know the name Caesar Augustus? I do know the name, but his
1: his name was Octavian. Well,
2: Octavian was his actual name, and he becomes the first emperor in 31 BC. But when you begin the Gospel of Luke, it begins in the days of caesar augustus mm-hmm. and okay. census was issued in the entire roman world so i just find that fascinating so you're
1: a such a history buff
2: you're listening to direct line we'll be right back after this
1: hi i'm linda darby and i'm part of the third generation of darby's to own sunset
6: funeral home in memorial park since the 1960s our family has been proud to serve Vermillion county by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families
7: and i'm ross darby i'm part of the fourth generation in our family business I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame,
1: it's going to be great
4: PC
0: Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion plus regular alignments just make you feel better come get acquainted today Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville also in Hoopston Westville and Watsika Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R O B C H I R O.com.
5: Hey parents, would you like to learn how to help your kids fight the negative and discouraging influences they hear every day? The free Raising Highly Capable Kids course is being offered for the first time in Vermillion County starting on September 8th.
0: The 13-week course helps build stronger families by giving you proven tools and skills to raise healthy, caring, and responsible kids. Join other parents for the free Raising Highly Capable Kids course offered on Wednesdays from 6 to 7.30 p.m. at the Women's Care Clinic on North Bowman Avenue in Danville. And guess what? Free child care and snacks are also provided.
5: Wow, that's awesome. To register or learn about Raising Highly Capable Kids beginning on September 8th, call Molly Goodwin at 217 217- 217 431-0987. That's Molly Goodwin at 217-431-0987.
2: You're listening to Direct Line on 1490
1: WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie with Greg, and it's been a great show. I, I love when you bring your friends and I get to hear all the college stories. So we've was, got a great
2: <laughs> guest lined up for next week. One of our direct line sponsors, Dr. Chris Robinson from Robinson Chiropractic is going to be with us. Such a
1: nice, kind man.
2: He is. And he is a hardworking guy. I don't know how he keeps the schedule that he keeps. That guy is on the run. How
1: many locations does he have?
2: Uh, Yeah, I couldn't even even answer. Many, you know, and I know Watsika is open and... mm -hmm. I and drive he's got by three Westville, kids and yeah, and busy
1: at church. So
2: uh, we're thankful yeah. for his sponsor. We're thankful for all of our sponsors, and That's right. you know we got a great crew. Who are we saying thank you to? Well, of
1: course, Chris Robinson from Robinson Chiropractic, Don Indiana witzel with McDonald's, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley, and the team at Hans Tank Wash.
2: And of course, Hans Tank Wash has gifted their mm-hmm. commercial time to right. the Women's Care Clinic. And right. just a reminder, the Walk for Life coming up three weeks. from... Saturday. You believe that? Coming up quick.
1: It's an important event for them. It
2: is. And uh, I love the walk. I'm praying for Mm -hmm. good weather. But one thing I want to get out there that many may not know, the walk takes place that Saturday morning, September 25 in Lincoln Park. But they are actually going to have an afternoon kind of festival where they're bringing in food vendors Mm, and there's going to be music groups that are going to be performing and it's going to be a great time. So uh, take advantage of that great opportunity. Hey, football season's back. Are you excited?
1: I love football season. It's a good nap on su- Sunday afternoon when it's football on.
2: So my Illinois Fighting Illini, I'm a college football nut, they hired a new football coach. Brett okay. Bielma okay. was hired in December, and he had his debut on Saturday and it was a you very I was there. Man, it was hot. I like tell you. It cool. was really, really hot. I cheated and I was in the press box for most of the game. Okay. But we did go down on the field for the last seven minutes of the fourth quarter. Fancy.
1: And, what do you uh, what do you, what ties do you have that put you in a press media, box? Steph, or media. Well, I don't ever get asked uh, to go. I
2: know. We'll see. You were on the field? I was on the field. Huh. It was hot. I, I preferred the press box I actually. Bet. Yeah. I bet. But um, yeah, just a, a great reality to see fans back in the stands and Good. Illinois beat Nebraska. Okay. I mean, that's a
1: big deal. Is that a big deal? In
2: Illinois land. Yeah. So nice. um, NFL football is back, not this weekend, but next weekend. Mm-hmm. And you don't really cheer for a team. You just mm-hmm. cheer for players.
1: Mm-hmm. I just, Do you have
2: a favorite player? Mm-hmm. or Okay. You just no, like really.
1: them all. I like them all.
2: Okay. Well, that's an interesting <laughs> perspective. I think that's great. So football's back. Hey, history this week. A lot happened in this week historically. September 2, 1945, Japan surrenders, mm-hmm. ending World War II. And um, I told you that when I got back from New Orleans and the World War II Museum, I went back and watched the Band of mm-hmm. Brothers miniseries. I finished it last night. Mm-hmm. And man, I cry every mm. time I watch episode 10 of the Band of Brothers, but I'm just reminded of the blessing of the greatest generation and these men that many of them gave it all for their country. You do a
1: Bible study on Tuesday mornings with some older folks. I have do. you ever asked them their, what their memories are? or you No, know, I have not, and we
2: need to. That That'd would be, be a great, yeah. great deal. But um, yeah, I, to me, it's just um, when you read history... We live on the other side of history, and we just said, well, yeah, there was this war, and Germany and Japan, you know, had had the day for a while. But, I mean, man, how close did we come as a world Mm. to, you know, Nazi reality, to, you know, Mm. the Empire of Japan reality? And I'm just thankful for Mm -hmm. the men and women that rose up and said, this ain't happening. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. What else happened? um, On July 31st, 1997, the death of a princess. What did I say? Uh, You said July. August 31st, 1997, the death of a princess. Yep. Um, You talked about how much you loved Diana's wedding. Uh, Would you say it was a troubled life? Is that fair to say it was a troubled life? I think it was a troubled marriage. It was a troubled,
1: I can't even imagine that kind of lifestyle.
2: But you know, she died in Paris trying to get away from paparazzi. Right. And I just think that's heartbreaking. I just think that's so sad.
1: And our children were so young, and I'm sure it impacted them in a great way to lose your mom at such a young age.
2: Yep. (laughs) Yep. 16 years ago this week, August 29, 2005, Hurricane Katrina Mm -hmm. hammers New Orleans. Stephanie, I was in Tennessee when it hit on a fishing trip, and we lost a day and a half. We couldn't leave our resort. It was Mm -hmm. so bad, Mm -hmm. and I still remember those pictures Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. what we saw from Katrina, and here's Mm -hmm. the crazy thing. Hurricane Ida that hit this week Mm -hmm. hit on the 16th anniversary. We talked about that earlier, but... You know, what's the odds of something like that
1: happening? You know, my neighbor, Monica Allen, who's yeah. a nurse, she went down there. Did she really? It's just amazing when you hear people, you know, that just get in their car and they go, and yep. they go help and do whatever they can. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Hey, so it has been a hard week for me personally, mm-hmm. for a yeah. lot of us uh, with loss. You know, we just... Mm-hmm. A couple weeks ago, lost our good friend Chris okay. Hines, and over the last several days, uh, three people in my life passed mm-hmm. away. And I want to talk about each of them as we wrap up. Um, it's a good news segment because they were good people mm-hmm. that um, I, I miss, but mm-hmm. they made a difference in their world. Uh, Phil Turner, our friend, wow. let's celebrate recovery. Now, you were part of celebrate recovery from the beginning. Yep. Say a word about Phil Turner.
1: He was phenomenal. I mean, yeah. phenomenal at. Yeah. Going after people who struggled. I remember (laughs) Daryl and Phil and I uh, went one day looking for one of our members that... Thought we were, he was going to relapse and he did, yeah. but we went from bar to bar and yeah. f- here's Phil Turner yeah. Yeah. driving around going yeah. into all the bars looking for yeah. our friend. He yeah. was um, tenacious. Yeah,
2: I love Phil because he was always personally encouraging mm-hmm. to yeah. me. And I told his son that I was mm-hmm. at the hospital the mm-hmm. morning that that Phil would pass away later mm-hmm. that evening, mm-hmm. and I said, "Doug, your dad was just. It was like he was." intentionally mm. trying to do it. And he said he was mm. because he had so many tough ministries in life mm. that he didn't have that a lot of times. He vowed to be that for others. Awesome. We lost on Saturday morning, you know, a faithful mm. Bible study attender mm-hmm. and church member, uh, Sonny Lucas passed mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sonny was baptized last week on Tuesday, That's you amazing. know, and the last, some of the last words I heard him utter were, I believe Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God. And, Can't uh, get
1: much better than that. to his family, Absolutely. but yeah. what a,
2: what a great testimony. Yeah. And then my friend Jim Cotter from Illini Media Days Hmm. passed away at the much too young age of 55 on Monday Hmm. of this week. Jim was a guy that was the exception in the world of media. There's a lot of snark. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of sarcasm. Mm -hmm. uh, There's a lot of negativity. Hmm. And Jim was none of that. I had the opportunity to be on his podcast last December, the Jim and Prim podcast. And Uh, really going to miss him. Mm -hmm. Sadly, I saw him at the Illini game Saturday, and I only talked to him for about 15 seconds. And man, I wish I would have said more that day. But um, good man, condolences to the family of Jim. Sorry for your loss. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Well, on behalf of my friend Stephanie Spangler and Mr. Tech Daryl Paddock, this is Greg Taylor saying so long. Thanks for listening to Direct Line. We'll see you next week.